This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 493, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, July 5th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 493. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, July 5th. Uh, these episodes have been really late lately, but this for the first time in like... It feels like forever. Uh, finally, this episode is not going to be totally uh, way past the original release date of these comics. Uh, I'm coming to you on July 12th, so it's been one week. So before we have a chance to dive into new comics, let's have one last look at the comics that were from the la- from the week of July 5th. Um, I didn't get a chance to read a lot, so we're only going to be talking about four books today. But um, some great books, well, what I would imagine to be great books, came out last week, including All New Guardians of the Galaxy, All New Wolverine, uh, Avengers, Bane Conquest, Champions, Cyborg, Deathstroke, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Hawkeye, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Nick Fury, Nightwing, Spider-Man Master Plan, which kind of looks like just a an extension of the Spidey brand by Thompson and Stockman, which looks fantastic. Haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, Spider-Man 18, Spider-Man, Deadpool, Spider-Man Deadpool, Star Wars, Superman, and the Unstoppable Wasp. So with all that being said, if uh, those are all the books I didn't get a chance to read, what did I get a chance to read? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, first up, we have Batman number 26. This is uh, the second chapter of the War of Jokes and Riddles. Um, I actually really do enjoy how uh, all the Rebirth eras uh, era books um, have the, the name of the title at the kind of on top uh, of the masthead, so you kind of know what storyline you're getting. I think that's a cool concept, and I like it. Um, this particular issue is by Tom King and Mikhail Yannon, so basically the, the, the regular creative team of, of Batman. Um, I found it really entertaining and interesting. The only thing is that it is this kind of weird kind of flashback story to a a big kind of uh, battle between the Joker and Riddler. And I found it interesting, but it's also something that just feels weird and off about Joker here. And uh, that's the only thing that doesn't quite work here as well. Um, In terms of the Riddler... Does fit how we know the character in the kind of New Fifty Two kind of style universe. He's written in that in that kind of concept. Um, it's to see where it's going in terms of how Tom King is is making this work. Like it's a flashback story that he's telling Selena. So obviously there's a reason here. So I'm interested to see what that reason is. It looks fantastic. Uh, reads fairly well, even though it's all kind of a flashback story, um, which definitely feels like it. Not that it takes away, but it, the sense of momentum changes for some reason, and I'm not even sure why, but because, obviously, we know he lives, like, it, there's a certain level of, uh, the stakes feel a little lower, even though I feel like they're supposed to be super high, um, but I'm interested, so I'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10, um, not, it's not an 8, it's not, like, really good, but it's, it's definitely a good book, like, um, it, first of all, it looks good, uh, it looks really good, um, and the story's good, it's just, it's missing something, and I can't quite put my finger on it, but, like, I'm interested, but, again, the momentum, the feeling of the, of the series, um, sorry, of the storyline, uh, doesn't feel like it has, it's missing a little bit of oomph, and maybe it's because it's just a flashback story, like, where it's told, potentially just in flashback, so I feel like it, it just changes the overall feeling and flow of the story, and I'm not sure if I like how Batman's even narrating it and telling us the story, um, as a, if they just said, you know, five years ago and just went from there, I think it might be more interesting than getting this weird, um, you know, not omniscient narrator, but like a narrator that from after the fact kind of telling the story, it changes the, the sense of pacing in the story and how it unfolds, um, and the perspectives that we're getting that I'm, I've, it's not working for me in the same way. 
Uh, next up is Daredevil number 23. This is fantastic. I love this storyline. Uh, this is by Charles Sewell and Alec Morgan as our on art. Sorry, on art. Um, the only problem with this was at times the art. Which is, I, I didn't think Fisk quite... I don't think he quite nailed the physicality of Wilson Fisk. Um, or Tombstone for that matter. But I... It, for the most part, it still worked, and I did like how Matt and Jennifer Walters, uh, their kind of conversation goes, and I like the art in there. Um, I just thought at the beginning, especially with Kingpin, it, it was a little bit off. Um, this story, this story, this issue didn't quite have the same riveting um, sensibility as the last issue by Charles Sewell, but it was still very interesting that we're having, uh, you know, the other forces at play here to kind of take Matt Murdock out of the equation. Um, I love, love what they did with uh, Fisk, though, in terms of uh, his bag, um, which I thought the art could have made it look a little bit bigger, um, but the idea that basically there's a, there's someone in his punching bag, the last person who disappointed him, and then he keeps punching the bag till basically uh, starts spilling out blood on the ground. Um, I thought that was such an amazing touch. Uh, and the, this new character, Legal, I thought was really cool too. Um, I love the story by Sewell. I just thought at times the art wasn't quite able to live up to it. Um, again, it's interesting because, you know, the last issue was so taut in, in terms of uh, the pacing and really kind of making you wonder, like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And then this issue is very kind of relaxed, but knowing that bad shit's going down and kind of seeing where it's going to go from here. Uh, I still really liked it. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think Garrett did bring it down just a titch. Um, but I thought Sewell was extremely on point. Uh, next up, we have Secret Empire, number three of five. Uh, this issue, we have a story uh, by Ethan Sachs and Marco Lor- Lorenzana uh, called Back in the Fight, which is a Daily Bugle story. We have a star brand story called Walls by Mags Visagio and Sean Isaacs. And then we have The Evaders uh, in the, the Sanctuary, Sanctuary Part 3 by Paul Allor and Brian Lovell. Um, so it's kind of hard to give these types of issues uh, a general score, obviously, because there's three stories that kind of take po- a part of it. So it's not like you're just looking at one. Um, I like the Back in the Fight story. Uh, although I, the thing that I didn't like about the Back in the Fight story, I liked it generally. I thought it was interesting. I liked the, Jameson being Jameson. The other thing is that Craven didn't quite feel like Craven. Uh, he didn't quite feel like he had the nobility the character sometimes is portrayed as having. Obviously, because of Craven's Last Hunt is why he has that nobility at all, but I just found that he seemed a little bit more like um, an errand boy or kind of a punk here. Uh, I did like how Jessica Drew was written here. I thought she was great. Um, I liked liked seeing um, Jameson with Robbie Robertson and him being part of the Daily Bugle for at least a minute. I thought that was really cool. I liked the Starburn story a lot because uh, we've barely seen this character for like a while now since his book with um, uh, Night Mask, and I like that they kind of deal with that here. And it's 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 just so so interesting and very kind of sad. Uh, this character is supposed to be this planetary defense shield, and there's this, this actual shield that's keeping him from the Earth. Very fascinating. Uh, then you have the actual kind of the main. I'm going to call it the main story, or at least the thoroughfare story, the one that keeps going throughout the 
these issues and it's uh, more about uh, the you know kind of the invaders and that I thought was a, not quite as strong um, overall I'm going I'm to give the, the issue a 7 I think um, for an anthology book of names who for the most part I'm not familiar with which means that they've come from other sources or other smaller books maybe like I, I just am not familiar with them or maybe this is kind of their, their tryout uh, for newer talent I did appreciate it on that level and I thought it was uh, actually fairly interesting and well put together package uh, next up is X-Men Gold. And this is actually the last book I'll be talking about. X-Men Gold number 7 uh, by Mark Guggenheim and Ken Lashley. This is part one of a Secret Empire tie-in, um, which I thought was really interesting to, to kind of see what's kind of going down when what goes down as part of Secret Empire happens. In fact, the X-Men are kind of stuck and they're not part of the, the new TN um, kind of what's going on with the X characters outside of uh, New York was really interesting and seeing how this new executioner character was uh, was operating was really interesting as well and what's going on with Colossus I thought there was a lot of good character dynamics um, it felt like the threat level was very real and, and uh, very visceral and uh, I thought it was really kind of an exciting issue um, again a, a sense that there is payoff a sense that there are real stakes at play um, that the X-Men are dealing with kind of being trapped in New York as well and now are being hunted by the executioners. And I th- I'm not sure what they actually, actually call him the executioner, but definitely feels like one. Um, what's going on with Rachel I thought was really interesting as well in terms of what's going on with her mind and what's going on with her and Kurt. Um, I actually really, really dug this. I thought it was a very solid issue. I'm going to give it a night. Uh, next week, some of the highlights that uh, we'll be looking at uh, I'm trying to think what's even coming out next week. or And by next week, I mean right now, as of today. Um, I mean, from Marvel and DC, some of the highlighted uh, releases include new issues of Action Comics, uh, Bug the Adventures of Forager, Background of Birds of Prey, Detective Comics, Flash, uh, Justice League of America, New Superman, Shade, sorry, Shade the Changing Girl, Trade Paperback Volume 1, uh, new issues of Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superwoman, Titans, Wonder Woman, um, over at uh, Marvel, new issues of Amazing Spider-Man, Black Panther, The Crew, um, there's the Dakin Dark Wolverine trade paperback called Punishment, which I think is actually collects a, a large swath of books that Dakin was in. Uh, Edge of Venomverse number two. Okay, I still can't believe that's a thing, but the first issue was actually pretty good. Uh, the New Avengers by Bendis Complete Collection volume six as they continue these larger trades. New issues of Old Man Logan, Secret Warriors, which is actually really en- enjoyable and interesting. Kind of a surprise hit to me. Uh, the first issue of Spider-Man 2. i excited to read that. Uh, as well as the Steve Rogers Super Soldier Complete Collection trade paperback. We have the third collection of the Total Awesome Hulk. Uh, new issue of Venom 152. We have Uncanny Avengers 25. And X-Men Blue number seven as the x-men uh blue gets involved with secret empire i'm excited to see what that looks like um so that's it for this episode our next episode will be coming up in a couple days it'll be a spotlight on war for planet of the apes with uh todd mckay joining me again uh the last time we did i think a podcast together just the two of us was our spotlight on ghostbusters last year i'm excited to see the new planet of the apes movie uh he just recently watched the first two so they're very fresh in his mind i gotta hopefully get a rewatch of the second one and i remember the first one so well and the second one i think i only watched a handful of times uh, so I gotta remember exactly what happens in that movie because I feel like it actually is a little bit more um, in terms of how it motivates the world and how it moves the characters than the first one did uh, although the first one obviously has a huge impact but um, that one I just remember much more vividly for some reason 
So that'll be episode, I guess, what, 494? Uh, episode 496 is a conversation with Mike Mertz. He's currently the editor-in-chief of Aftershock Comics. Uh, if you've been reading any comics from the big two over the course of the last 20 years, you've probably read something that he edited. Uh, he edited uh, X-Books for a long time. Uh, he was also the editor of the Batman family of books. Uh, actually, recently, today, I actually got to sit down and have a conversation with him for just over half an hour. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him back in the future. We also got to do a little bit of uh, uh, walking down memory lane, talking about Exiles. Uh, which is a book I've always loved, talking about um, Frank Thierry and Sean Shen on Wolverine. So uh, not as much about Batman, but I'm sure we'll talk about that in a future conversation. It was really interesting to get to talk to him about uh, being an editor and being around for that long and the different shifts that have happened uh, in terms of editing and how he's grown. So that's episode 496, which will come out uh, likely on the 21st of July. We are getting closer and closer to episode 500. Um... I think 498 is likely going to be a conversation with Justin Ponser. And uh, so great stuff coming up. And then episode 500 is going to happen. So obviously before that, we're going to have a week off. And we'll come back with episode 500. And I hope everyone really enjoys it. Uh, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. It might end up being a lot shorter than last year's episode 400. Um, I've recorded a bunch of episodes like a month and a half in advance. I recorded a bunch of segments for that show. And I haven't really done anything since, which is terrible. Um, So I really got to get on it and get uh, more things to be added as part of that episode. Anyways, without further further ado let's call this off let's say this is the end of this episode you can email me at comic shenanigans at gmail.com like the show on facebook rate and review us on itunes subscribe to us on itunes and you can also listen to us on stitcher we'll catch you next time with uh, our conversation about spotlight on the war for planet of the apes catch you next time bye bye